This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to the Office Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and today we are on episode number 138. So you've had 138 opportunities to get to know me and what we do here at the Ops Authority. And I am so grateful that you have hung around. I see it in our data. I hear it from you guys, but you come here for one episode and you stay for many. So thank you so much for giving me and listening 138 times to our podcast. I'm really excited about the guest that we have today. She's a former client, a really good friend, and someone who has been very, very helpful to other people in our Director of Operations community. So our guest is Lindsay Johnson, and Lindsay is a copywriter for Christian Women Entrepreneurs, helping her clients and students clarify their messaging and write effective conversation copy that grows their business and their impact. We are both about impact. And I can guarantee you, if you're a service provider, that's exactly your heart has led you to this work. And what your goal is to spread that. Lindsay is magically gifted with helping us to do that better. She specializes in launches and sales copy and works with business owners launching their next offer or their program. Long form sales pages and all the emails. And her course, Your Message is Gold, teaches students to define their message and write an amazing website. Personally, Lindsay is the wife to Matt, a homeschooling mama to their four kiddos. She loves Jesus, exploring the outdoors with her family and jumping in Lake Superior any time of the year. Now that's a bold statement, Lindsay. (laughs) But more than that, she's convinced that your message is gold and cultivating a greater legacy will impact the world for decades to come. I'm gonna tell you guys that when I first met Lindsay, we highly, deeply, quickly connected on that la- one of the last words that I just read to you, which is legacy. Both her and I come from, and a lot of my listeners, you know, really fall into that same place too, where we are taking this gift that we have. And even though it's kind of strange that we have a gift called, you know, laced in operations, but we're taking that gift to serve other people. And by doing that, we're deepening our legacy and being able to truly live in a space of legacy. That legacy, the the leading with legacy has allowed me to really create strong boundaries, et cetera. And I know Lindsay has done the exact same thing. And I'm proud to have watched her journey and been a very small part in her journey as we both have grown in different ways. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. Oh, Natalie, thank you so much for having me today. It is an honor to be on your show chatting with you and with all of your amazing operations ladies in your audience. Yeah, thank you. So we're going to talk about something that is your gift, and I'm going to take your gift and break it down with our audience because your gift is something that we tell ourselves that we are not good at, and that is writing copy. Whether we're good at it or whether we're not, I'm here to tell you, friends, you have copy in a lot of different pieces inside of your business. It is a necessary evil, but it doesn't have to be evil. 
there have been definitely different stages in my business where I have written and I have also outsourced copy. But I think that for the majority of us, we all start at the place where we need to be the person that is writing that copy. And Lindsay, I know that you have said this in the past in other trainings, but it also helps us to be the person who actually writes that copy first versus outsourcing it right away. So let's dig into what like what is copy? We, we use that word all the time. And I can tell you mm-hmm. when I was in corporate, I would not have known what copy meant. So if we've got those gals listening to us today, describe and, and define what copy is, the word copy means. Yes, I was also one of those people a long time ago before my online business venture started. Like what on earth is copy? Like people think of copyright as in copywriting something, like trademarking something. Mm-hmm. And that is not what it means in at least the marketing space. So copy can be defined as the words that you use to market your business. It is the language, the verbiage that is going to connect who you are as a business owner with the ideal clients that you are trying to attract and bring into your world. So copy is the words that you post on your social media captions. Copy is the words on your website, the emails that you send out to your list, the emails you send out to clients. It's all of the communication and that is representing your brand well in order to speak to that ideal client and bring them into your world. I love it. And oh my goodness, I kept hearing the word copy and I was like, what are we copying? Yeah, (laughs) A lot of us go to copyright, but I was like, what are we copying? So just shortcut that. These are the words, like she said, this is the words that you're using to market yourself, your services. In many cases, it's the first way that people get to know us. And so words are incredibly powerful. And Lindsay, you've got a gift at helping us to to make that easy because we are naturally gifted in more of the project management, you know, the operational side, project management, leadership, human resources, growing and managing teams, all of those things. But writing copy is not included in anything that I just described. So we tell ourselves we can't do it. We tell ourselves it's very, very difficult. Um, But so inevitably, copy is super important. It's really like the foundation of all of the marketing efforts that you're going to do. They come through your words slash copy. What are some of the most important pieces of copy that someone might need to focus on as they're building their business? Yes, there can be so many pieces that you want to have in your business. But really, we want to ask ourselves, what is the most important, especially if we are just starting to build our business in the online space? So like your website or social media, if you're starting to expand your visibility, or if you are pivoting, if you are pivoting from one business model to another or from one focus to another, What is the most important piece of that when you are starting to write copy, write the words, and basically fill out all of these online places where people are going to come across your business? And I would would recommend your website as that home base, like that strategic foundational place where you can send someone that you have a coffee chat with to check out your website to see who you are and the way that you serve clients, the different offers that you have, the services, packages that you have. But from that home base of your website, you can then use to expand all the other places you show up. So if 
I'm going to touch on brand messaging right now, if that's okay too, because this is really important, especially as we think about website copy. So copy is the words. I want you to take a step back and kind of look at this from a 30,000 foot view and think of who are you as an entrepreneur? Who are you as a business? And how do you want to, again, show up in the world? What is your mission, your vision, your values? Natalie is so passionate on nailing this piece of your business because it represents almost everything that you are. So if you can nail your mission, vision, and your values, it will help you get a leg up on your brand messaging. And your big brand message is can be boiled down to like, who are you? What do you stand for? And who are you serving? And what is that transformation going to give to those you are serving? So these are like the big rhetorical questions we ask ourselves, like, who am I? Why am I in business? Why am I so passionate about the people that I am serving and and the transformation I can provide for them? These big rhetorical questions help you figure out your brand message, who you are, who you serve, and how you want to show up in the world through marketing and visibility. So mission, vision, values is really important. Knowing your ideal client and who they are and what they need from you is also really important. Knowing their struggles, their challenges, their goals, their dreams, what they are hoping to attain through someone with your skill set. So like how can bringing on a director of operations or someone with project management skill sets help move their business forward to those goals and dreams that they have as the big visionary? So these are all... They can feel overwhelming when you think about them all at once, but if you break it down into these bite-sized questions, answering these questions gives you like that solid concrete slab foundation of your message. Your message is then what you take to use to write the copy, the specific words for your website. And then it kind of trickles away from there. I was on a call with a potential client just last week and she's like, oh, so like my message is the tree trunk and everything else is like the branches of the tree, like my website, my emails, all this stuff. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. And if your roots are down deep, if your trunk has really strong roots, you know what your message is, you know who your ideal client is, you know how you can show up and serve them to the best of your ability Everything else can like bloom to these amazing branches with beautiful leaves and beautiful flowers. And that is your marketing. Like that's your visibility. That's how you share the gifts that God has given you with the world based on that really strong tree trunk of who you are, who you serve, and that transformation you can offer people. Yeah, I, man, that, that's such a beautiful visual because I see those, by the way, I say roots. I don't know what you're talking about when you say roots. You sound very Wisconsinite to me. <laughs> Basically Canada, eh? But when when I think about those roots, I really feel like the work that is so important to me and to my legacy is really taking the time to understand your mission, vision, and your values, that's where the foundation truly starts. So I see a lot of times when we hear people say, oh, I was misaligned. Like I'm pivoting because I'm misaligned. I was doing this and I wasn't working with the right people and I wasn't honoring X, Y, Z. It's because they skipped and I I see it so often. I've seen it my entire career, whether that's here in corporate and you know in other small businesses. But if you skip, you as a person, you as a service provider, if you skip really taking the time 
to examine yourself and document what are your mission, your vision, your values, your boundaries, your expectations? You know, what are those things for yourself? If you can articulate those and get them down, you do have a foundation that accelerates how quickly and how convinced you are. Because a lot of business, right? We're trying to convince ourselves that we can be X or we can do this, or, you know, that's where we won't get into the whole comparison thing. But Speaking of copy, I mean, we're surrounded by people who we are judging ourselves against, right? People who, you know, if you're in the first three years, maybe even five years of building a business off of a service that you have been given, a gift that you've been given, we're comparing ourselves to all these different other types of businesses in the way that they show up, right? Forget marketing. Let's just go straight deep down into the copy, right? They've got these, you know, these websites that look and feel a certain way. They've got, you know, they're hitting on all these different types of social media. The one thing that they're doing is elaborating in that tree trunk, that visual that you gave us, that your client, your prospective client, hopefully he or she is a client today, but that tree trunk visual that you gave us, the more rooted you are in your mission, vision, and values, the easier this exercise comes. So I'm going to make that our ops activity of this episode. Make sure that you spend the time to do a reflection on your mission, vision, and values so that you have that foundation set because everything takes off of there. If that's your roots, and then you know we can move up that tree trunk into who your avatar is, what they like, what they dislike, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to flow a lot faster. But if you skip the roots and you get into that next layer, I find that's when we're out of integrity. That's when we don't feel like we're working with the right people. That's when we say yes, when we should potentially be saying no. And and your copy is a vehicle for you to put boundaries and hold those boundaries up. So copy is extremely powerful. And I wanted to make sure that we touched on in this episode, helping you to see that yes, There are a lot of opportunities for copy, but I want to partner with Lindsay today to help us prioritize. I know that we're project management types and we also know that there's a lot of copy, but in the last response that Lindsay had, she had said, yeah, let's focus on your website. After you get that foundation, is that right, Lindsay? The website is typically the first place where we're going to put those words to use. Yes. And I want to back up and give a caveat. If you are a very new business owner or you are coming off of a new pivot, you do not need a website to find clients. You do not need a website to find success. Is it helpful? Yes. But entrepreneurs can often feel distracted by the shiny object of a website because it'll make them feel more professional, more legit, when really you just need to go out and find clients. So assuming you are past that phase, you have some clients under your belt, I would recommend the website is the next place that you focus on. So then you can continue to grow and scale without necessarily having to do all the boots on the ground work of finding clients initially, but have your website work for you as as a conversion machine in like, That would be the best case scenario. You can send people there. They can learn more about you, how you work, who you work with. And then the conversion copy, the words themselves are written in such a way to take the buyer on a customer journey. So to take your potential client on this journey of being a cold lead, someone who does not necessarily know who you are, but they are introduced to you somehow through a connection or social media, they get to your website 
They start to get warmed up. They learn about you. They like what you're about. They can resonate with your core values. Hopefully a lot of your core values are their core values and you can connect in that way. And by the end of reading the copy, so reading the words on your site, the goal is to get them to take action. The goal is to get them on a call with you where you can continue to see if you would be a good fit. Some websites, the goal is to like hit that buy button directly. That's probably not the case for directors of operations. You're going to want to get on the call to see if you will be a good fit, if you can serve this potential client to the best of your ability. And then that would be the goal. That would be the conversion goal of your website to get them to reach out, connect and get on a call with you. Yeah. And to that point earlier that you had mentioned, like if you're brand new to business, I totally echo what you said, Lindsay. I did not have a website for, I think it was eight months before I even started a website project. And even the first website that we had, I had built by myself and it was an effort. Let's just say that. But one of the biggest blocks for me in building that website was creating the copy and telling myself I was good enough. I had the perfect words and I put a lot of perfection on that first version. And it just, it slowed me down. I'm not going to be able to take that away from you, but there are some key exercises. Honestly, ladies, if you're in that building phase and you're just now getting started, you're probably having discovery calls. And I'm going to encourage you to have discovery calls, record those discovery calls. They're not going to be perfect, but go back and listen to them. When you're ready to write the copy, listen to the calls that you're having. Listen to what the people that you're that you're talking to, the ones that really light you up, that, that you feel like there's a connection, listen to those. Get rid of all the other ones because they're gonna give you, you know, they may not have the right language for you. But it's been so powerful for me to go back and listen to calls, even in group calls, even in my director of operation, we go back and listen. There are so many gems and jewels that pop up that I can then use, and we do, we repurpose those for in social media, et cetera. But if you're at that stage that Lindsay talked about where you're not near, I mean, you're just getting started. You're not at the phase at the place of creating a website, record your discovery calls, record your coffee chats. And of course, you're going to, I want you to get rid of the ones that are not necessarily your people, but that's going to help you to understand their words, their needs, how they describe your services. It's really, really a a very enlightening experience. And it's always been helpful for me. But once you get past that place, like Lindsay said, prioritizing the copy, one of the strongest places where you can start is in your website. In your website, Lindsay, do you have a particular place? I know there's, you know, maybe three or four common pages on a website. Is there a particular page to start with? The most common pages of a website for a service provider are going to be the homepage, which is the first page that someone lands on when they click on your domain, your URL, a page talking about who you are, so the about page, services, and services can be broken up into one page per service if you offer more than one type of offer or bundle together. And then a contact page blog is optional. Like there are so many other pages that are nice to have. They can be helpful, but the those core four uh, would be where I would want you to start. And going back to what you said about discovery calls, they are gold when you are writing your website. Because We can tell ourselves that we can't do it because maybe we weren't good at writing in high school. 
maybe we've never liked it. We were never good at it. We got bad grades. It was never something that lit us up. So we take those stories that we told ourselves way back and we still tell them to ourselves now that we can't do it. But writing copy for your business is not the same as writing like a fiction story or a poem or a thesis or anything like that. It is writing, yes, but it's writing that's based on data. It's writing that is based on statistics and facts and data that you can mine from things like discovery calls. So I like to tell people that it's not really writing. It's writing based on all of this data that you can dig up from your potential client. And then you just say those words back to them in your copy. You literally take what they say about their pain points, their struggles, their challenges, and you speak it back to them in your copy. And it makes them go like, oh my word, she's totally inside my head. She knows exactly what I'm going through right now and exactly what I need. Like, how is she doing that? It's because you're taking the data from what they said and you're just speaking it right back to them. My goodness. Right now we are a little personal story. My daughter is a volleyball player and I randomly ran across. It was like totally a God moment. We were, she was having a hard day and good old Facebook served me up something exactly that I needed. Right. So I started, it's a mentor, a mindset mentor for young female athletes. And I went to this website, Lindsay, and I am like, I literally just said those words to my daughter. Like she got in my head to the point where I'm like, I don't know what this buy button number is going to look like, but this gal knows me so well. She knows my heart. She has told me that she's got a solution. You know, the curious part of me was like, actually the vulnerable part of me was like, I don't care. Just take my money, honey. If you can help me with this, I trust that through your words and through you understanding who I am, the buy just became like a no brainer, truly, you know? And so that's the power of taking their words. And it, you know, it took me a long time to believe that it took me a long time because of the process. Honestly, it wasn't necessarily that I didn't believe that would work. It was the process of recording the call, going back and listening. And so of course, you guys are all processed. You ladies are all processed people who are listening, but you know, there's a lot of tools that we we can use to transcribe these calls. But even when I'm on call sometimes, and there's like a truth bomb or something that I just write it down on a piece of paper because it's their words. I'm always listening for their words. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. On the website front, we've talked about the four different pages and let's dive into this services page, right? So this is where, this is kind of our sales page. And this describes maybe our process for the way that we work. Tell me what you would think of as the pieces or core pieces that would go on side of a of an operator's sales page or services page. Because it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I say sales page, you know, you're selling a service and that's why I'm calling it a sales page, but it may not be the traditional sense of a sales page if you're selling a digital course or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if you're selling a service, it is that services page is your sales page. Do you agree? Yes, a hundred percent. So you as an operator are not going to have a kind of sales page that someone selling a digital product or a program or a certification would necessarily have, but you still need the words on your services page to to try to make that sale for you. So I totally agree that it's a static page on the website, but it is selling your service. So there are several core components 
to an effective sales page, and we'll take the services page as an example, you are going to want to have a headline that hooks them in and wants them to keep reading. This is actually true of any page that you are writing, specifically the homepage and any sort of sales or services page. The hook, the hook builds curiosity, and yet it's also really clear about what your reader is about to keep scrolling to read. So you want them to be like, oh, I need to hear more about this. So make that top of scroll area on the website just really, really catchy because if you don't catch your ideal client's attention right away, they're probably just going to hit back. If they're like searching you on Google, they're going to hit back. They're going to go somewhere else if you don't catch them in like those microseconds that it takes to pull someone in. So that headline is that top piece of any website page that hooks them in. Typically following that, you're going to list pain points or struggles. So a lot of the struggles of the ideal client of someone in operations is that they are running out of time. Like they have no more time they are frustrated without being able to to grow they, the way they want to. You could list off probably like a hundred pain points of your ideal client and that of director of operations and talk about those. Again, you want to take the words that you take from discovery calls, say it back to them, use the words that they are using to talk about their pain point and struggle. After that, you want to introduce a little bit of hope like there is a solution the solution to having zero time the solution to having no time with your family there is hope and then you announce what that solution is so whether it's a retainer model or a vip day or whatever that service is that's where you would share about your service other important elements to a sales page include testimonials social proof there are a lot of different content blocks that you can use on a sales page and ship them around just to meet meet your own goals and meet your own needs. There's no one size fits all, even though there is and can be a framework to these things. Yeah, I love, well, we love frameworks here. We love <laughs> the blocks because it allows us to, sequ- at least me, to sequentially kind of work through this. You brought up testimonials. Of course, those are amazing. Depending on if you have set that process up in your business, you may or may not have testimonials. And so thinking of that as a block, that's something that you can add. You know what, guys? I come back to our own testimonials. We try to do this every single quarter based on you know students who have come in and delivered and given us those things. And we try to update and keep those fresh, but it's another block, right? And so you're just, you continue to build upon it. So thank you for taking the time to kind of walk us through those different blocks, if you will. Mm -hmm. I know that we've already said copy is overwhelming, but if we can break it down, hopefully through this conversation today, we've helped you to see that, hey, start at discovery calls, turn those discovery calls into something work on your website. You've got these four different pages. It's all of this is building off of that first exercise that Lindsay talked about today. Who are you? What do you stand for? What is your client? How do you start? You're taking those things and you're putting them into language that you already have. No one's going to describe it better than you because it's yours. And I know I had the false hope of partnering and I've been disappointed. I can't tell you how many times when I have really a lot of money and time has gone into a hope and a prayer that somebody else would be able to write this, you know, take the words out of my mind and write it better. Esther, our former director of operations, she would always tell me, 
your words are so much better than anyone's that we pay to do this because they're yours. And she did. She convinced me over time. The reason I would tell her no, 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 is because I was trying to be so perfect about them. But when I conversationally write, I mean, our open rates are higher, people click more. And I hope that that also helps to describe to you guys that doing this, I mean, yes, it's hard work, but once it's done, man, it flows and it it's generous back to you. Like I said, opens, clicks, conversations, engagements, you know, hopping on calls. I believe that there's so much power in you taking the time to write this. And I, I think it takes a lot of skill to find somebody who can do this as good as you and represent you as well as you can. The best way to convey your heart is to do it yourself. And I think that is something I want you to walk away with today. Lots of different ways to do this. Copy is everywhere inside of a business. The last point that you had, Lindsay, was really diving deep in that services slash sales page for our audience. And I want you to share with our audience, you know, you have this product that is going to be incredibly helpful and is incredibly helpful called Sales Copy Shortcut, by the way, super clever name, and it describes exactly what it does. But tell us about that. Yeah, so Sales Copy Shortcut was birthed out of this need that people in my audience had to be able to sit down and have the tools to write a sales page on their own. Giving them the tools led to clarity, which led to confidence to write it and put it out into the world. That's something that we didn't even touch on, but that could be an entire yes. conversation in and of itself that with the tools comes clarity. And without that clarity, we can get so stuck. But once we have the clarity, it gives us that push that this is good. My people are going to resonate with it because I've done the heart work, not just the hard work, but the heart work to take it from what's in my mind and in my heart and actually get it onto paper. So that's what sales copy shortcut is designed to do. It will actually ask you a lot of these questions that we talked through today, the who you are, what you do, who your ideal client is, and then help give you the tools to start researching the data from their own lips, their own words, conversations that you see online, you can glean words from nearly anywhere. Um, and with that, then you can plug it into this tool that will help you lay out a sales page. Originally, it was designed for digital products, but it can really apply across the board to programs, to services, because it's made up of those content blocks that we referred to earlier, where if you don't need one, you don't use it. And if you want to add it in later, you totally can, but it gives you the step-by-step -step start here, move down the page. And by the end, you have a sales page or a services page in the instance of operations ladies that you are then confident that you can put out into the world, that it will actually convert your people to a discovery call and bring in more clients. Awesome. Well, we love a good process and the process makes us feel very safe and confident in what we're going to put out there. And so I'm, I'm super grateful that you have taken the time to create this for all of us for, it doesn't matter if you're an operator or not, but definitely inside of this audience, mm -hmm. it's such a great tool because when we have, I, I liken it to writing an outline, you know, in, in high school and in college, you would write the outline, and then that would be your jumping off point. I look at sales copy shortcut as the outline 
that you can then move into, you know, longer sentences and, and putting that into a place that can really be powerful. Yes, absolutely. And it's designed as essentially a mini course. So I've had ladies go through it and in four hours, they at least have a first draft of their sales page or services page done. So it's not meant to take you weeks and weeks. Like you can sit down, implement this in a day and see results. And I would absolutely love to gift it to every single lady in your audience. The code is ops authority. If you go to salescopyshortcut.com and put in the code ops authority, it'll give you hundred percent off the $47 product. So again, bite size, not super expensive, but I would love everyone to be able to use this to jumpstart your copy. So if you start with your services page, that's amazing. You can take all of the work that you do, your message and copy for that one page and use it elsewhere. Like you can take snippets of that and use it on your homepage. You can take parts of it and put it on social media. So wherever you start, it's only a starting point. It's never the end. There's always more that you can do with the copy and sales copy shortcut will hopefully give you that launch pad to do so. Lindsay, that is so generous. Oh my goodness. Salescopyshortcut.com and put in the code OPSAuthority. That is so generous. I don't think I've ever had a guest who has gifted something of that magnitude. And, and it's so helpful. Like it is so transformational in killing the blocks that we naturally have. I am, thank you, Lindsay, very much. I'm, I'm mm. deeply touched. And I know that this is going to be really helpful for an audience who can really over, we can overcomplicate writing. And so thank you for being the partner. I know a lot of our directors of operations, previously certified DOOs have come through working with you in your programs and through this tool. And I know that they have been big advocates of you. And so I'm very happy to share you with the extended family that we have here inside of the podcast. Lindsay, thank you so much for taking time to come on here today. I am super grateful for everything that you give and how easy you make doing something that we have just a natural block to. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for being so heartful and, and being a partner. Thank you so much for having me. Just love you to pieces. <laughs> thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business. <laughs>